Have you hugged a ripen? Wagered a podcast bet? Toasted to friends at Clover Pine? Prove it all to your friends with Crossword merch available now in the gift shop. T-shirts, hats, mugs, stickers, and a whole lot more. Your purchase supports the show and keeps us running. Go to GhostbustersHQ/shop to get yours today. I like that shirt, friend. Hey there, everybody, and welcome to the program. This week, we are catching up on all of the things that happened during our 300th uh, episode celebration. Lots of stuff. Afterlife, uh, definitely releasing in November. Mini puff merchandise galore, including some Hallmark ornaments. Even some, speaking of Christmas, like a Christmas village set is coming. Tons of fun stuff. We're also going to be talking about the Sony uh, deal with Disney. Oh, my goodness. So much. Let's get into it. Here we go. Still Playing With Toys presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the key Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. Oh, we have fun. Woo! And I was reading up on it. Like, it was just literally, I was like, how the hell do you shrink wrap? What does it take? Is it hard? And I went looking, and there's a couple of videos, and they're like, nah, you got a bag, and then you, the heat gun, and in the middle, there's this one step where it's like the the, the cutter, like you, yeah. you seal off the excess bag. Yeah, the little burn, the little burninator, the cauterizer, whatever. I, yeah. I had one of those. I found it at a garage sale and bought it dirt cheap. Like, I was like, like I knew what it was. I was like, oh, yeah, you put plastic in it. And, it's it's like those vacuum sealers only there's no vacuum component and in my head I was like I'm gonna seal so many chip bags with this like I had no plan it's just cheap so I got it sat in the garage for like six years you forgot and then suddenly you had they're it like, yeah they're like you need this thing I was oh I didn't forget it's always on the forefront I'm like yeah it's there <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do with it but it's there anyways yeah they're like oh you need it for this thing oh, I'm like perfect so my plan now. And I've been thinking about this because of the the cereal coming out. Is I have at least five of the old boxes of cereal. Ooh. I bought them off of somebody and they're empty. Like they've they've been flattened, right? Yeah. Carefully. They pop the top and the bottom and they chip I have them flat. It's not a great way to display them. But since I'm like thinning stuff out and want to like more prominently choose and pick curate what I want to display. I'm thinking I'm going to find me some styrofoam, uh, like the white packing polystyrene uh, stuff. Okay, I see where you're going. Yeah. Cut it to shape so it holds the shape. Stick it inside. Maybe a little, like, like a little dab of a glue gun or something just to kind of hold the top in place. And I'm going to shrink wrap the damn thing. Yeah. And then they, they sit on the shelf. It'll be perfect. Like Faux the, the cereal. Boxing. Yeah. Right? Like I can actually display the box as if it's full. Yeah. And you know how it is. You put it in a shrink wrap, it gives it that little bit of a shine, even though, you know, the luster's kind of off the original box and all. I'm like, yeah. Mm. This is a plan. <laughs> I like it. So I'm going to have a shelf of, of Ghostbusters cereal. I was going to say, yeah, you got to get the new cereal too, so it can do the exact oh, same thing to it now. Coming. And, oh, you got Oh. Who who's uh, smuggling it across the border for you? Because Canada's not getting it, right? 
Nobody's nobody's smuggling it. Uh, the <laughs> Circle City Ghostbusters gentlemen uh, are going to send me some. Oh, nice. Uh, they're very nice, and they're very tolerant of the fact that I my brain is 50% oatmeal at this point, and I, I've never properly kept track of franchises. Yeah. That's... Um, <laughs> It's like I have to I have to repeat and repeat before stuff sticks, and unfortunately, franchises being all over, and I don't interact with them lots except maybe online, yeah. which is not an excellent way to put you know faces and names and groups together and all that. <laughs> so two of them reached out independently. They're like, yeah, you want to? One of them, uh, uh, what's his name? Shoot, gentlemen, I'm sorry, but uh, no, it's not sorry. I'll find it. It's right here. It was, I know one was, uh, Jake, Jacob, and, oh, there he is, Larry. <laughs> I think it was Larry took a picture of his local grocery store. It was a pallet. Oh, like, it, was a, it was a mountain. So of that's them. where it all is, because it hasn't made yeah. its way here to L.A. yet. It's just all yeah. sitting out uh, in the Midwest somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So basically. So they're both like, we'll hook you up. How many do you want? And I'm just kind of like, you know, there's some people that want some, some people that want a surprise, that sort of thing. And I'm just sort of like, uh... So independently, I'm like, talk to them. I'm like, I don't know, four, five. And then I was like, yeah, it's a, re in my head, I'm like, it's a redundancy. If, if, the, <laughs> if custom seizes it, the rest will get, they're like, just stupid stuff, right? Like, yeah. You know, and part of it is, is like, I, I, I'm not going to, they're both being nice. I'm not going to turn them down. This is great. I'll just have more. More is not a bad thing. <laughs> And then they send me a Facebook message joined together. It's like, yeah, dude, we're like in the same area and the same group. Did you want us to just save you some shipping? And I'm ah, crap. Like, uh, I, thought was, I thought they were in two wildly distinct places. Well, I was like, mm, But good, good on them for being nice and polite about it, being like, yes. did you know that we... Yes, yeah. and never use the word idiot once, even though it would have been <laughs> fair. <laughs> but it was implied. <laughs> but it was very much implied. Oh, man. Uh, so I got I got a selection coming up uh, for myself and some some others that have called dibs and that sort of thing. A couple people I'm going to surprise with, uh, I don't know, my nieces, I think, in Calgary. I think that would be a good one to ship one to. Nice. I don't know how often their parents let them eat uh, crappy cereal, but when their Ghostbuster nerd uncle sends them Ghostbuster nerd cereal, for the love of God, yeah, eat the just, Ghostbuster nerd cereal. It's a box. Yeah, it's fine. Like every every time a, a holiday rolls around, you get the equivalent in candy. You know, just eat a <laughs> eat a sugary box of cereal the, for once. Oh, the best part about having a no a wise acre eight year old, a miniature lawyer. <laughs> uh, you'll get to that stage too. Where oh, there's no. a lot of oh, all right. No. Listen, last one, but you're going to bed. But I wanted to do the thing. No, we're not going to do the thing. It's it's after this, you go to you brush your teeth and go to bed. It's like I will go and I will brush my teeth. But it's like there's no but. There. Yeah. Where did you think this was but a negotiation? I, no, 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 no. Yeah. Like, end, end. Period. <laughs> end of sentence. Yeah. Yes. So, um, uh, frankly, uh, my mom laughs at me because I think it might be partially genetic too. <laughs> Apparently she used to like, uh, it's coming around you and your, you and your brother work this out, work it out. And I would work it out by writing out in my, uh, common sense, uh, you know, nine-year-old legalese. I would write contracts for him to sign. <laughs> this is how it's going to be. Sign it. <laughs> Uh, anyways, <laughs> I, my son's uh, for, he's like, can I get this cereal? Can I get this cereal? And we've tried for the longest time. It's, we do the Christmas thing, right? It's like, no special cereals or Christmas. 
You know, it's a good way, yeah. right? It's like, you know, it's or Cheerios Halloween, the rest of the time. Get the, the chocolate yeah. or something. It's, it's, it's like a once in a while treat, not yeah. like a East, yeah. Easter, Christmas, like the special yeah. holiday. Sure, you can, you can get, get one then. And why not the rest of the time? They're, they're here. Obviously, other children get to eat them not at Christmas. <laughs> and <laughs> I, it's, it's always because they're full of sugar. <sighs> I know. So, anyways, well. East, no, no, no. He started reading the nutrition information on the side, and it's kind of like, <laughs> did you know that my what is the thing the 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 multigrain Cheerios uh, riboflavin? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it turns out they're exactly the same. They're yeah. all the same. Like he's just like, yeah, this one has one one more gram of sugar. I'm like, it's really hard to tell him. Take that one; it's healthy. And it's like the only difference is one gram of sugar. I'm like, oh, <laughs> fine. No, you are too smart for your own good, son. Too smart for your own good. That is why I must um, stop you. Um, And that's my roundabout way of saying I'm going to play with styrofoam (laughs) and a heat gun. (laughs) Heat gun and shrink wrap it all. I've I've shrink wrap. I'm looking for things to shrink wrap is what I do. It's like, hey, it's lunch break. What should I do? I should shrink wrap something is what I should do. And I look around my my office here going, I'm going to shrink wrap that. (laughs) These batteries, these batteries I got to take for recycling. I hate rattling around in this cup. I'm going to shrink wrap them. Shrink wrap them. It's you're, the answer You're the to guy everything. that got the label maker, and now all of a sudden, everything's got a uh, property of Bart Simpson on, on it. it. And, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that is me. I love my little toys. Well, uh, good news is that cereal is out there. Uh, we can check We can check that off the box of like a million things that we have to catch up on here this week. Uh, I know. The 300th kind of bogged us down. I mean, I, I say it bogged us down, but it was such a, a blast, and it was awesome to do. Um, it, it required care and attention it it yeah and it really so we now have a, a huge pile up here we're super double triple quadruple parked on all of our news and discussion topics and all sorts of stuff which is good uh yes. because as as came up in one of the discussions in the 300th episode it's like we're, we're just stalling until afterlife comes out um <laughs> but uh but yeah so uh we've got tons of news uh tons of fun stuff if you have uh, been waiting anxiously for us to talk about things like mini puffed clips and merch things and soundtrack albums and all that and all that that's fit to print and more. Uh, we're going to get into it and we're going to get into it right now. Hey guys, Peter, I have some news from the world of Gozer. I got some pretty cool stuff cooking up over here if you want to turn your head. Multiplanar curly and emanation. Now, well, here's your next month's cover of GQ. Check out the aura on this sucker. All right, Chris. Let's let's get the the afterlife uh, stuff out first. I feel like that's sure. kind of, you know, we we were able to talk a little bit about the mini puffed clips with all of our clip, sorry, singular, not clips, uh, um, with our our interviewees in the three hundredth. But you and I never really kind of got to talk through it and talk about the the response to it and and our our interpretations of it. And the good news is now we've had about two weeks to kind of sit and chew on it and think it over and um, yeah. And, and there have been response videos, uh, you know, uh, the the reaction videos uh, um, that, you know, uh, all of us, we've just, it's the first clip from essentially Ghostbusters 3. So everybody has, has been uh, really either um, receptive to it or there have been a few people that have not been receptive to it, which was kind of surprising. I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Uh, to each their own, I guess. But um, so maybe... Let's let's save mini puff just for a second. Let's sure. just quickly let's 
Because of this, we now know 100% with certainty as of right now uh, that the movie is coming out in theaters in November. That was like Jason Reitman put his his foot down and said, you will see and you will enjoy this film uh, in November. Uh, <laughs> hopefully. Yes. yes. Uh, but, you know, things can change. There's always that sort of uh, footnote there that's like subject to change based upon the current climate of everything happening geographically or across the globe. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's, it, it is, it's kind of fun now to have this clip. We kind of have a, a, a tease of the sense of humor from the film. We have the trailer. Um, Ghostbusters Day is like 40 days away by the time you listen to this. So about a month from now, we're going to get some, some fun Ghostbusters Day stuff. Um, but it's already kind of started. I mean, with this uh, mini puffed clip, uh, now there are merch things that are coming out. Uh, we, we talked with Eric last week, uh, on the 300th about the, the numbskull pins, uh, the blind yep. bags we didn't get to talk about. You want to, the blind tubs. Yeah. The little tubs that are filled with marshmallow goo. It sounds like kind of like the slime tubs, but within them are these blind bag, uh, mini puffs, uh, 12 yeah. of them. I want to say there's like a dozen of them yep. to collect. Um, so it's good. Like the floodgates, at least on that front, um, have been opened um, <laughs> not, uh, not as positive. I mean, 50, 50 on the mini puffs, which I, I was a little, the, the, the blind tubs that I, I was a little disappointed by that. Like already stuff starting to roll out and there are people kind of turning their noses up and stuff. And well, like, I mean, ah. in the blind bag stuff, you know, they're always kind of, I, I remember when answer the call came out and those blind bags, uh, were the, you know, little time, like the, they were basically the things you would get in the quarter machine at the grocery store. Um, which is fine. Like that's, that's kind of the fun is you want to either collect them all or you just want to pick a couple up at the checkout stand and see what you get. Um, there, there's a bunch of stuff to take into account with these things that people keep forgetting about. And, and number one chief among them is this is not just a thing inside a bag. So yeah, we had, what did they call them? The Ecto, was it Ecto minis? Ecto minis. I think, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And they had the original guys and then the answer the call ones and they were made of, um, let's made to, let's say a higher bubble machine level of quality. Does that yeah. make any sense? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So they weren't, they weren't, they weren't like say the Titan figures, which were also blind boxed. Like we've had in the cryptozoic had blind box ones and all that. Those ones were really high and you paid for it too. Right. Like I think you were paying like, you know, I think the Titan ones were like eight, nine bucks I was or something say like, like that. 10, like, whereas the Ecto yeah. minis were like, you know, two, $3 uh, at, they at Toys that ex- yeah. yeah. So that's, that has to factor into part of it. The other thing, and this is what I think people really kind of miss the boat on is that you can tell by looking at them, they're a hard plastic. They're, they're actually, they, what they reminded me of the minute I looked at them was the old McDonald's Stay Puft sharpener, pencil sharpener. Remember? <laughs> it's true. Do you remember That's that? very true. The same the hard paint job on the face yes. and everything. So yeah, hard yeah. white plastic, um, with, with a little bit of paint, like touch paint on it. Yeah. And, and. That's, that's the thing that people forget is that hard, the, the hard plastic is a choice because you're putting it in a thing. You're putting it in this foam, flown, yeah. slime, goop, whatever it is, right? You can't put like a, a vinyl or a rubber type figure into that <laughs> it stuff. It comes out as mush. Uh, right? It, yeah. It has, it has to base it. It has to be as durable as the container holding this stuff together. Totally. Yeah. So you get this little hard, shiny plastic thing and yeah, it's not. You know, that it's not going to be fancy. It's not going to be, and they're not 
they're not big. So no. yeah, it's like, yeah. but once again, people are just, I mean, we got a whole list of merch stuff to talk about. And what I, I hate yeah, most is every time I, I put it, I, I post the news, there's always somebody going, that is too, that looks cheap and I hate it. And somebody else going, why is that so expensive? And it's like, everything. not everything yeah. is for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, and, and even the mini puffed clip itself, you know, uh, some people said they didn't like the cinematography. Uh, well, oh, you know, it's a, a flat lit Walmart. Um, and we don't know anything <sighs> about the context of the scene and just okay it's fine like so it, i i understand like i am coming at things as a fan who is anxious and excited and i do have the rose colored the rose tinted glasses on um so i see this i'm like oh my god this is awesome it's like gremlins and critters and ghostbusters yeah. and their little cute mini puffs and uh, you know so i understand that i'm i'm hyped um and i don't want you know, I don't want to start the common internet thing of like, I like this. I'm going to make you like this just for the same reason that people say, I don't like this. I'm going yeah. to make you not like this. Like I'm, I'm over that. I don't even want to expel any no. energy because we have no energy to ex- expel, um, at the moment. <laughs> um, but it's, yeah, it's just, it's kind of tough because I, I feel like I just want everybody to enjoy something. I want people to to, to have this thing that makes everybody happy. And I think that that's why, you know, when you start to see some of the ho-hum, uh, responses, that's my gut reaction is like, Oh man, just be happy, please. We all deserve it at this point. We all deserve to be happy for a damn minute or two. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think it's still related a bit to the, it depends on a person's mindset. And I think if a person approaches anything to do with this movie, as if they were like, I wanted to be the first one. I wanted to delight me. Like I am the child who saw the first one. And it's kind of like, uh, how, how exactly are they supposed to guarantee to yeah. do that for everybody all over again? Whereas you if you, if a lot of people just approach like you, it's like, it's like, that looks fun. That reminds me of that other fun thing. I'm looking forward to, it reminds me of, um, uh, what was it? I think it was on the, I think Dana Gould or somebody related it on Dana Gould's podcast, but he was talking about. Uh, they were going to make some new Stephen King movie and whoever the producers were, they were meeting with Stephen King and they had dinner and they're like, let's go see a movie. And they went and saw, I guess the descent, Mm. is that the one with the people, the, the, the women that go underground and there's the weird monsters and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And the subterranean monsters anyways. And the movie ends with the, the last survivors like hand shooting up out of the ground (laughs) And the two producers were sitting there watching it with Steven between them. And they both had this, like, like they kind of look around him at one another. And they're like, oh, God, Ugh, that's the hand Carrie. Out of the ground. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the end of Carrie. Oh, my God. He's going to hate. And at the end, he's like, did you see the hand? That was great. <laughs> Just like Carrie. That was awesome. And I'm like, everybody be Stephen King. Yeah. Right now. Everybody like, be Stephen King. I wish we were all Stephen King. That I wish we yeah. were all Stephen King. Everybody be more like GB Max. Everybody be more like Stephen King. Yeah, the world would be a better place. Absolutely. Um, so uh, anyway, anyways, yeah, that's my uh, gripe. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. So the the mini puffed uh, the clip. You know, we we've kind of talked a little bit about it. I think it's fun. I love uh, Paul Rudd ad libbing, um, which I think you know, is, is a national treasure and deserves to be in the Smithsonian. Uh, just get all of that guy's ad-libbing somewhere. Uh, it's, it's all perfect to me. So, um, so the question, Chris, uh, do we think, because there was the Forbes article 
um, mm-hmm. that we didn't get to talk about where all these people are saying like, let's move the movie up. Let's release the movie now. Let's release oh, the movie no. in July. Let's release the movie in September. Let's release the, like suddenly everybody has, if, for all the people that became cinematographers, the Janusz Kaminskis of the world out there that are like <laughs> talking about the lighting in the Walmart. Um, now everybody is playing like a uh, studio exec and is trying to yeah. place the movie in a different place. Do you feel like the movie's going to move? No. I, I don't. I don't no. feel like it will at all. No, it's just at a certain point, the die is cast. The only thing that moves the die is if they have to move it back. Yeah. Once you cast, once you cast a spot, you, you, there's, there's going to be no moving it forward. Well, in this, um, I, they they have now primed themselves. Like November is usually not like prime, you know. It's it's always like that from Memorial Day till July Fourth weekend. That it's like that just hit all the big box office tent poles yeah. there because everybody's on summer vacation or you know just getting out of school or. Uh, but November now they're set up for. You got Ghostbusters Day for fans coming up in yeah. about a month. Then you've got all of summer that you can start hyping the movie with whatever you can do. Then you've got yep. the, the start of fall going into Halloween, which has become kind of Ghostbusters territory, for, you know, yep. for all intents and purposes. Uh, so they can now like move this machine leading up to a November launch. And then the movie comes out right in time for the holidays. So it's like everybody's on yeah. holiday break uh, here in the States. You can go see it at Thanksgiving. It'll probably still be in theaters close to Christmas. But you yep. know what? Maybe that Blu-ray disc comes out right in time for the Christmas uh, rush. Um, Who knows? So, so they've. I think they're strategically they're in a good spot here. The only reason that they would probably want to move it up is if Sony had nothing else. But... Sony, they just announced today as we're recording yeah. this, that they've made another distribution deal with another big studio. You know, they, yep. they did the Netflix deal two weeks ago where Netflix gets first dibs with all of their films uh, going forward before it goes on to, you know, the basic cables. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, now they've made another deal where after Netflix is done, Disney gets it uh, the, starting in 2022 all of their new releases will go to Netflix and then Disney gets dibs on putting it on Hulu, Disney plus, uh, FX, all of the, the Disney owned platforms. Yeah. Sony now has this, like they've got two studios paying them for their content. Yep. What? No, they don't. I'm sure they don't want to move anything now. Cause now they want to strategically place things so that they know that they're getting their product onto this service at this point in time. And like, they've laid things out all the way until 2025 now, probably. So yep. sh- shuffling <clears throat> Ghostbusters afterlife a couple months just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. We see movies being moved up from time to time and have over the years, but it's almost always months out. Like if movies were, were so nimble, you could change it like the weekend before, great. There's a chance, right? There's a chance we get to like July and everything is going so great. Sony could just go, oh, the, and there's like hole in the, you know, we're not competing against anybody too much this weekend. Move it up and away we go sort of thing. And even then, boy, they'd have to have a real good reason. But well, now yeah, I, I, I literally, yeah, it's the- a. The, the marketing machine is not there. They could, I mean, no. the way that things exist now, you could literally flip they, a switch and the DCP is in every theater yeah. across the world right now. But that's not how it is. Like they need no. the run up of, of, of yeah. letting people know it's in theaters. And the, I, I think November is perfect because you, while it's not normally 
blockbuster movie season, uh, the ho- the like the Christmas holidays is more and more becoming you know uh, more of a yeah uh, the one or two Bond Star Wars uh, Star Wars yeah uh, they Lord love, of they the love Rings their... was always like all of the the first yep. Lord of the Rings films were always around that time. I and I think they're banking on the fact that by the time the all clear is is done, like you know, if we can get back to normal this summer, people are going to spend the next like at easily the next two quarters just going out every chance they can, yeah. right? Like because everybody's been stuck inside, like and you know the weather's going to turn and it's like you know Canada, it's kind of like the weather turns and it's like oh, we could go out someplace or we could stay in. I'm like, no, <laughs> I think the weather's going to turn and Canada will be like, whatever, we're still going to the theater. Still Off we go. Yeah. I will go see that movie 20 times in the theaters already. I can guarantee right? it. So it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm waiting to buy those VIP tickets. I'm going to go sit in the big comfy chair. <laughs> some nice, a nice lady is going to bring me some nachos and I'm, you know. <laughs> Like, Keep the snacks and the drinks coming. Yeah, exactly. Um, here's here's a hundred for the snacks. Just keep them coming, and here's twenty for you. Just, just I don't care. Just but no, just no. I don't want anything in particular. Just bring it. Bring it. Yeah. Every uh, fifteen minutes, new snacks. So so if Chris and my hype is not selling you all of yeah. the the ho hums out there, if we're not swaying you yet, perhaps the testimonies of two people that are familiar to you might start getting you a little excited about Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, Ernie Hudson and Annie Potts for two different reasons. Ernie, we know now thanks to Jason's, uh, Jason Reitman's Instagram account, uh, has seen the film. A Ghostbuster has seen the film, which also makes me wonder, has Dan Aykroyd not seen the final version of this film yet (laughs) for, for a variety of reasons? (laughs) Maybe they don't want him to spoil anything or I don't know. Uh, well, one thing to bear in mind is travel. That's true. Uh, I guess that's true. He's East. Yeah, I don't, th- Dan, I don't think he's in the West right now. I think he's sticking close to family and friends out east. And um, yeah, and and is is across the border if I remember correctly too, based on that uh, Crystal Head vodka video he did. But yeah, um, so, well, and if that's the case, then it, it's really an undertaking. For but him I'm sure they can send here. Dan a like a pix linker anyway. But still, oh. uh, so Ernie Hudson has seen the film, and and it apparently left him speechless. Uh, he was very excited. Uh, Jason Reitman said he was very emotional. Um, showing the film to Ernie. I was emotional that Jason Reitman is showing a new Ghostbusters movie to Ernie Hudson, but at the same time, I was emotional because people are back on the Sony studio lot, which is like (laughs) a huge step, man. I can't even tell you. Uh Um, Just seeing people in front of the Ghost Corps building again, it's like, oh, we are slowly getting back here. Um, Yep. So, uh, so that was awesome. And then Annie Potts was being interviewed. Um, she's out doing press rounds for, um, young Sheldon and, and a couple of her other projects. And was it too fab? What was the, I don't, I'm not quite familiar with the, the outlet that this interview too happened fab. on. Yeah. Yeah. It looked, it looked, it looked really presentable. It also didn't come off like it was. A higher end entertainment outlet. Uh, well, so, and, and it's all being done remotely. So you know, Annie is sitting at her computer at her desk yeah. at her house, doing all of her press rounds uh, from the same location for a couple hours a day, probably. Um, but uh, but as often happens, everybody brings up Ghostbusters, uh, obviously. And Annie, <laughs> you know, the 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 adage of "I know you can't say anything, but can you tell me something?" Well, like. Can't- I know you can't say anything, but could you say something? Could you say something anyway? Um, and and <laughs> the poor actors and the poor people involved have to like 
tread carefully. And, and Annie does that. She's like, I don't know what I can tell you, um, but I'm in it. And, uh, it was, I, I think her exact word was trippy, uh, being back and revisiting these people and these characters and, and something that they did 30 years ago. Yeah. Um, so I like that that's one. So Annie Potts though, trippy. Yeah. yeah. The thing, the thing like I'm, you and I try not to dial down into these things too much. Cause that, that, that's not a lot of information, but honestly, I think if you consider it carefully, it actually is right. Like. She came back for answer to the call and was kind of like a parody yeah. of, of Janine, but she wasn't Janine. This kind of suggests that, yeah, she actually had to think about being Janine and act as Janine and, you know, interact and empathize with other characters as Janine. And what she has now had to do a couple of times between those, uh, the, the, um, was it TurboTax? What one of the tax yeah. things that she did the the commercials for, and then she was in the but video even game. Obviously, that, and... it's 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 kind of kind of pantomimish, right? It's, it's, it's heightened. It's kind of yeah. Well, there's nobody else, right? It's one thing to here's the new Ghostbusters team, and and we're gonna slot you in as a cameo. Just do your New York Janine thing, okay? Sure. Or here's money to do the TurboTax thing. Just do your. Janine thing. Yeah, Fine. here, we'll put it's the like, costume and the wig on you, and that'll get you 50% of yeah, the way. Here, yeah, here's the thing, and this is where I think the trippy thing about, about because she said, you know, trippy, doing this after all these years sort of thing, meaning, you know, she's not talking about TurboTax, she's not talking about answer the call, she's talking about returning to where her headspace was, right? you know, 30 years ago sort of thing. I, I honestly think what she's talking about is, they're like, hi, here's the script, you're going to have to talk to the other characters from the movie. You're going to have to have a conversation about somebody who's not there. You're going to have to, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're not just putting on the Janine, uh, you know, uh, you know, costume or clown suit or whatever we call it. It's like, you have to now be Janine and interact with these other characters yeah. as Janine. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, somebody did the count. She, <laughs> Janine's great. She's also minute for minute, not really in the other movies all that much. The second one more than the first one, surely. But when she is, she's, you know. Super effective. Yeah. She's, she's super effective. She's, she's a character. The character has a background. The character has a life. You know what I mean? Like she, and then she's, and she's living it. So that's kind of what I took away. I really like the fact that she found it trippy. I, she never said that about TurboTax. She never said that about answer the call. Well, she <laughs> I, said I bet it, she would have said it was trippy. I bet any of those would have been trippy for her too. Well, no, she did talk about it at the yeah. time and she always talked about it being fun. Yeah. She never said trippy. And I honestly think part of it is just, yeah, she actually, it was an entirely different level is what it is. Yeah. And, and, and like what's I said, good you, is you, she doesn't reveal how much or how little she's in the film either. No. She, she doesn't totally Alfred Molina, the Dr. Octopus of this all here and tell yeah. you every little detail of what she, she's going to do. Um, so I, I, I like that too, where it was just it. sort of like you get her headspace, like you were saying, and 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 that's good. She can probably talk about that pretty easily, and and nobody's yeah. going to come after her and be like, oh, Annie, why did you say that? Yeah. Also, then add in the fact that like within days, you know, before uh, Ernie Hudson's talking about seeing it and being emotional, which means the list of people now that have seen this movie or read the script and have had an emotional reaction. It's like, wow. Yeah. I think Matt Prov was talking about it somewhere. 
maybe it might have been even with the chat for the 300s. So like, he's prepared to cry like a baby. And I was like, I've been warning you people for two years. For, yeah. We're all going to cry like Since babies. this movie was announced, really. Like, and, it was and a it is, given. It's, like, it's, it's probably also emotional for them for the same reasons we've talked about that Ivan Reitman keeps getting emotional about it because it's... Yeah it's his son and his son is carrying this, this torch now. And, but it's also revisiting stuff where you had good friends, uh, friends that you have lost. Um, so, you know, I'm sure it's like going back to a high, a 50 year high school reunion and finding out like, Oh, your best friend uh, from freshman year, uh, you know, passed away or something like there's yeah. these, these emotional connections that they all have to it too, which, uh, will, yeah, will be interesting I, after we see the movie to then sort of dissect and be like, oh, now I know why Annie Potts said it was so trippy because yeah. blank. Um, yeah. So, so all good. Uh, yeah, all good. And I'm sure we're going to be getting little bits, bits and pieces of, of this type of stuff until November, you know, that again, as the world slowly starts to reopen in, in stages, uh, you know, uh, more people will see the film. I'm sure we'll get some testimonials from, from others too. Um, so I think that's all of the afterlife stuff really that's fit to print, except so Jason Reitman, um, has done a couple of good things. And because we're talking afterlife, I just want to yeah. jump, jump into that. Um, the, the Fincher technologies, uh, uh, the Fincher family who we talked about, boy, it's been Char- Charles and his Charles, family. Yeah. yeah. I think it's been like three weeks, four weeks now since, uh, there was an, an unfortunate fire that, uh, took their entire home, took their entire collection, um, and they have started to rebuild. I've seen photos and we've gotten updates that the GoFundMe that, uh, yes, have some setup was unbelievably successful. And, and I mm-hmm. hope gave them a little bit to help, you know, get some steps moving forward. Um, but Jason Reitman sent them a, a, a wonderful gift, uh, and, um, like a, a wonderful note and some, some, some stuff for them to kind of start their collection again. And, um, it's just it's cool to see that that outreach happening from him and from Ghost Core and uh, to to people that are fans, uh, you know. And and we've we've had a couple of fans who've passed away just recently too. And I've seen uh, very touching tributes on social media from from Ghost Core. Um, so it just it just shows that strong and awesome connection uh, that yeah. they have with the fans. Um, thought that was cool. And then also, uh, I know the Buffalo Ghostbusters have been. Um, trying to entice him to do it. And I, I saw him retweet it. I don't know if he's actually uh, contributed or, or done anything for it yet. Um, <laughs> but so the, the Buffalo Ghostbusters have been working on a uh, fundraiser for the hook and ladder number eight uh, uh, firehouse in New York uh, to, and, and a very fun idea uh, to get them one of those full size Hollywood collectibles, um, Ghostbusters signs uh, and present it to them on, on Ghostbusters day. Um, yeah. The background being that they've had a Ghostbusters 2 one since filming. Uh, one half displayed inside. I think they had, they've always had just half of it and they would put it out front for Halloween and I guess maybe wind or something. It broke, broke it in recent years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. And that's, that was, so they haven't had it up for that and the renovations have kind of kept it kind of yeah. uh, bare at Halloween. So yeah, and, their whole and plan this, was, is... this gets them the, 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 original sign from the original film. And then of course they have the, the Ghostbusters two sign, um, which I, I think has been repaired now at this point. Um, I think they did say that they got it repaired, but yeah. But still. Um, so a, a very cool thing. Uh, the fundraiser is still up. 
They, uh, <laughs> when I last looked, their new stretch goal was 4,800 for obvious and funny reasons. Uh, and they have, um, they blew past they've that. They've surpassed easily. that. Yeah, they're yeah. at like 5,000 something at this point. But I believe Mr. Lyberg has said the, uh, who's in charge of it is putting the, um, May 1 is the cutoff. So that's about, okay, when yeah, you, you gotta, hear this, a about week. a week. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say you got about a week when you hear this. So, um, so good. I don't know. Once you, once you reach five grand, I think you almost end up buying a Hollywood, you know, uh, prop department to, <laughs> to build you a, <laughs> to build a an new exterior one. ready new one. Yeah. I was going to say, as opposed to buying the one that's available for consumers. Yeah. Um, but I, I think the reason that they're continuing to, to raise funds is also to, well, to A, they're going to do a big presentation, um, and B, I think, to yeah. also present the money to the firehouse. Um, uh, there's, there, there is there is a, a charitable donation that's happening there uh, as yes. well. So they have, I believe, yeah, every time I've been there, they may not do it anymore too, but you used to be able to like buy patches and shirts off them and it all went to the, the, the charities that the... Uh, yeah. The fire hall support it. So yeah, that's so, a good yeah, idea. Uh, I like go it. to the, go to the Buffalo Ghostbusters social media uh, pages uh, for a good link. We'll post it in our show notes too, for the GoFundMe um, and, and check that out. Um, I think that's uh, everything else past that point is really getting into merch. Um, so we can kind of just rapid fire through these a little bit. Um, the Randy Edelman uh, Ghostbusters two score Yes. Uh, which we did talk a, a little bit about with Dan Amrick last week on the 300th episode, but has been confirmed uh, coming out uh, as well. I say it has been confirmed because it's shown up on various Amazon websites, Amazon. various store oh, websites. Amazon. Yeah. Um, you wag. So we know it's coming. We haven't gotten like a, a grand official announcement yet, um, but it is, it's pretty telling that there are track listings for the two uh, LP set uh, that's broken into the yeah. side A, side B, side C, side D. Um, so definitely, definitely coming. I think the release date on that is Ghostbusters day. If I remember correctly. Yeah. That's my recollection. June 11th. Too, I'm trying um, to, uh, trying to find it really somewhere but, thereabouts uh, um but uh so if you're interested in that uh there will be the vinyl release i'm sure there will be a digital and, and a cd release uh, as well um very cool that they made it look like the elmer bernstein album release too so you've got those nice companion pieces uh the covers are, are really great um yeah. probably stands to reason there will be some sort of a limited uh, release somewhere i don't know if it would be like a mondo or one of those places but uh, stay tuned on that front. So I, I imagine that we'll start getting, especially if it goes on sale, Ghostbusters Day, I, I would imagine we'll get some clarity here pretty pretty quickly. Um, so check that out. Um, here it is. I found I found it. June 11th. June 11th. Okay. I knew, I, th- I thought that was the date, but. Um, 28 bucks Canadian is the tentative uh, ah, pricing. For the vinyls, 28 Canadian? That's yeah. pretty good. That's, that's not, not too shabby. That'll be like, that'll be like. I don't know, like It'll be like uh, twenty five, bucks for you guys, five hundred uh, American dollars by that time. We'll see how that <laughs> <it> goes. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, and the interesting to see names given to all the tracks, actually, since we've never really had that before. Well, I guess we can talk, so we don't have to go through all of the the tracks. No. But I will say the one thing that has become apparent from the track listing is that this is also being presented. Uh, kind of the same way that the Sony um, classical release of uh, Elmer Bernstein's score was. It's not chronological of the movie. It's kind of presented in an album form. So I, I bet the same way that they worked with Peter Bernstein to figure out like how the 
the music would play as an album from start to finish. Yeah. Um, they've done the same thing here. Cause there's, there's a couple of tracks where you're like, wait, that happens there. No, that's, that's, that shouldn't be on side a, um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm still very excited. Uh, contrary to what Dan Amrick said, I love the score for Ghostbusters too. I know a lot of people it's out there do score. too. And, and always get various little, like the jingles and then all of the kind of little themes uh, stuck in my head pretty frequently. So I'm, I'm Lo- excited to have that one. Longest track name? Any guesses? Um, longest track name? Yeah. I don't know. A baby carriage meets heavy traffic. <laughs> That's a pretty solid title. It's too. a pretty solid title. Yeah. And then the shortest is Enlightenment. Which is not very helpful. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Um, I I feel like that's going to be like one of those, like I just got the, the soundtrack, the score album to, uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to the secret of the ooze. And uh, for the longest time, that opening New York pizza track has been like stuck in my head. And I've always just wanted that because it's just so like bouncy (laughs) and catchy. Like, I feel like there's going to be a track like that on the Ghostbusters two soundtrack where it's like, Oh, Thank you. The suck in the guts guys were the Ghostbusters. I've always just wanted that clean to just sit and enjoy that little music sting. Um, so yeah, can't can't wait for that release. Yep. Uh, Christmas villages. This was an unexpected one. <laughs> um, yeah, I still can't find the confirmation. I, um, you're f- familiar. People out there hopefully are familiar with. There's a certain type of collector that gets the little ceramic yeah, you buildings. Your mom, we have, we have a, an upright piano and my mom puts the little village houses and stuff on the, right. piano, the top of the piano. Yeah. They, they often have lights in them and stuff like that. So you turn the, turn the room lights off at night when everybody heads to bed. It's just a tiny little magic village. And little people are like skating on the little yeah. pond and yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, that's um, fun. Uh, I, but I don't know if these are technically Christmas ones. Cause honestly, I think, I think a lot of the places that make these collectibles have realized Halloween is a close second to Christmas in terms of people's willingness to spend money and dress yeah. up their house. So well, and and I, they can tie things into movies because Ghostbusters is certainly not the first. Like I've I've seen the clock tower from Back to the Future uh, being presented and yeah, just in that same scale of their little Santa's village, uh, uh, Christmas villages. And I don't I don't think. I don't think, uh, any of these were intended necessarily for Christmas, although you could add it, um, uh, you put a little snow uh, you, on top of it. It's fine. Yeah. Well, no, there you nothing, go. Nothing screams Christmas like uh, ladder eight, man. Sure. Well, I mean, who's going to take out the ghost of Christmas future if, uh, you know, you're not careful. Right. So <laughs> yeah. uh, get on that. And I, I mean, <laughs> I, I would, I would put that up. Like if I had a little village that we put, you know, next to the tree or something like I would, I would keep the firehouse out cause I'm a nerd <laughs> and I would totally do that. Uh, the company is Department 56, I believe, is... That sounds... Uh, yeah, Department 56. It uh, lights up. It has got a wonderful... It, like, all the windows, uh, uh, including the 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 front carriage doors and all that. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm looking... Uh, we reported it, and Jason reported it as well, and he's calling it Christmas Village stuff. And they seem to have some other things, too, like figures. They're not quite to scale. But they're not ornaments either. But yeah, there's some yeah, other figures. Stuff there that... was an ecto. Um, 
Now and, that said, the picture they have with it, they're showing them with all these other buildings and they're not quite Christmassy. They're a lot more <laughs> Halloween-y, I'll be honest with you. Which is, I mean, yeah, Halloween villages, it's, it's a thing now. So, um, they do carry a pretty high price tag. I think it's one ninety. Do. do you have it in front of you? It's like one ninety nine for the house or something like that? No, one fifty nine. So basically 160 US for, okay. um, let's see here. Maybe department. Uh, yeah, it's a little confused now because there's a the people who did a, a showing off was Department Fifty Six, and then there's this this place the, that's taking pre-orders for them right now is City Lights Collectibles. Hmm. If nothing else, CityLightsCollectibles.com. So City City Lights Collectibles, all one word. Yeah, you can head there, um, and you can see the the figures are let's see thirty. For for Bankman and Spangler, sixty bucks for Slimer and his um, his hotel uh, uh, food tr- uh, cart, and then sixty bucks for an Ecto for the Ecto. Um, yeah. So, and while you're doing that, while you're doing your Christmas shopping for your your village, you can also go to the Hallmark website. Uh, but I don't think you can do it quite yet. Those those you have to like pre-order through the store, your local Hallmark store usually. Um, yeah. but, uh, we do know that at some point, uh, the Ectomobile from afterlife, which was solicited for a release last year and, and got delayed, uh, is coming out this year. In addition to that, now that we have seen the mini puffs, we know that a mini puff, uh, hallmark ornament will be coming, uh, for this holiday season too. Um, we don't know what it will look like quite yet. Um, we just no. know that it's coming. We don't know. And it'll be adorable. I'm sure it will. I don't, I'm hoping that it's a whole bunch of them. Like, I hope it's like, you know, uh, uh like a, a, a three or four of them on top of something or, you know, getting into note, like maybe it's the barbecue. Maybe it's, it's just a lovely <laughs> barbecue scene to go on your Christmas tree. Um, but, uh, stay tuned. I'm, I'm, I'm anxiously looking forward to that. I, again, I'm sure this is just the start of the mini puffed, uh, merchandise revolution. Oh God, so it's going to be, well, already, uh, we didn't even talk about it before, but, uh, it was revealed, uh, a while back again in the midst of all this other stuff going on that, uh, there was headphones. Oh, coming right. Coming out yeah. with the logo, but uh, more interestingly was the uh, kids' walkie-talkies. I'm going to put kids in air quotes because I'm, I'm getting a pair of walkie-talkies. <laughs> I think talkies. the headphones were technically technically for kids, too. <laughs> for um, kids, too. Yeah. Right. Air quotes, kids. But anyways, the uh, the walkie-talkies are little uh, mini puffed heads. Yeah, and, and those so. popped up and... And same thing, like, I think we kind of talked about them maybe sort of possibly because we didn't know if they were supposed to be, you know, classic puffed or something else. Uh, and turns out they were supposed to be something else. They're mini puffed. Uh, They're mini puffed. Walkie talkies. Yes. So, um, so yeah. So uh, there's also a, a t-shirt. I think that's in the fun.com stuff, isn't it? There's a, a mini puffed t-shirt for kids. I sent you an, uh, yeah, I sent you a mini puffed uh, shirt. I I have lost track of the stuff that fun.com is putting out because man they got so much stuff. So, i mean t-shirts they have like uh, i don't know a half dozen to a dozen t-shirts now ghostbusters t-shirts uh, themed. um uh dresses like i don't even th- I, I like i was trying to see um what i may have missed and all that went to fun.com i don't even think jason's covered at all like if you go to fun.com that's basically what this uh, this part of the new segment merch segment comes down to just go to fun.com because holy go. crap yeah uh what was the one um, recently was a, uh, Ghostbusters Slimer trick or treat tote, uh, which is another Slimer styled bag. Actually, it looks like a little tiny, 
This actually looks like it should have been made in like the 90s when uh, raves were a thing. <laughs> Almost everything <laughs> fun.com makes would have been great rave gear. Uh, like the little, you know, the, the purses they have and stuff yeah. like that. But, um, it, I mean, the, the fun.com website to me is just sort of like, you know, very hot topic E, you know, they have a lot of, of like nightmare on Elm street, uh, Beetlejuice, um, uh, yeah, like that, that's sort of horror themed stuff, but yeah, the ghostbusters, they, they carry all the playmobil and, and, uh, you know, socks, lounge fly stuff. Um, yeah, but glow in the like cake worthy exclu- the exclusive stuff. So let's see here, glow in the dark T-shirt, glow in the dark uh, ectomobile schematic shirt, uh, kids logo shirt. I'm just looking for all their exclusives. Heat changing coffee mug. They don't have a picture for it yet. That's coming soon. Mm. So keep an eye on that one. Wow, actually, I I don't even think that was there when I looked earlier. I think they just kind of posted it. <laughs> Uh, but everything it's yeah. 13 bucks. That's all I can tell yeah, you. Yeah, Exactly. And, and we've talked about, they have, they have exclusive costumes. I think we talked about that about a month ago. They've got, you know, the, the uniforms and their own versions of the packs and the yeah. Zool costume, Stay Puft costume, all that stuff. So yeah, fun, so fun. Much com. Stuff. They're not giving us any money. We're not, no, go to fracture fracture. If you've <laughs> got a great photo and I'm just trying to make best Conan O'Brien impression there, but um, yeah, they've, they've got tons of stuff and, and the official Ghostbusters store too. If you go to ghostbusters.com, they've been putting yes. a whole bunch of really cool stuff on their, their shop too. That's exclusive. So much good stuff. Yeah, you're right. There's a lot of costumes here. There's tons. Uh, I mean, we're, and this is just sort of the tip of the iceberg of all the stuff that's going to be coming probably in the next f- four or five months. So this um, is a nice touch. Start budgeting, I start, start setting budgeting aside now. money. Don't, yeah. don't spend everything now. Save yourself. Pace yourself, uh, pick carefully because you're not going to be able to buy everything. Yeah. They have a Ghostbusters name badge costume kit, for example, that I was not aware of, which is a $13 uh, kit with like a Velcro patch and individual letters. Oh, so I, think, I think, yeah, I think we talked about that one. That Did you we can, talk you about can that customize before? your name tag. Man. Yeah. Yeah. You can yeah. totally make your own for, yeah. that's great. Um, I particularly like the adults Ghostbuster no ghosting, no ghosting costume. <laughs> it's the Moogly. <laughs> And you can see that it's kind of a mesh where the eyes are, so you can see it through the eyes. And then for reasons that I don't quite understand, there's the moogly arms, and then there's two holes, a little inset for your arms to come out, because <laughs> that makes sense. Because why not? Yeah. Whatever. Um, but anyways, I the reason I, I brought this all up was not because they were sponsoring us and uh, honestly, they should, but the point came down to, um, oh, wow. Yeah. They're taking in, uh, they're bringing back the Slimer candy bowl and stuff like that. The reason I brought it up was, um, I, st- we started making a list for tonight's episode and I realized that I was like, there's just a lot of stuff at fun.com we haven't talked about. So really let's just lump it under. Go to fun.com. Go to fun.com and, and just do got. some browsing. Yeah. Go to, go to ghostbusters.com. Go to fun.com. That covers about, you know, 75% of all the cool stuff coming out right now. So Yeah. Yeah. So check uh, check it out and don't spend too much money. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go Ghostbusters. I'm sorry. We'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. You do? And Twitter accounts. Friends is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. 
Search Facebook for the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just wanna get back close again. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. Chris, uh, so wrap, wrapping up, it's it's nice to do just a regular episode again. I feel like, man, that 300th <laughs> was such a beast. Um, and just thank you again to everybody who who has yes. watched it or was there on the premiere night and went over to the the chat room. That was so much fun. Um, so uh, yeah, if you haven't checked it out, go to go to our YouTube page. Um, it will be up there indefinitely, obviously, and uh, and check that out. Um, and then one more just sort of housekeeping thing here at the end of the show. Uh, we encouraged you all to go buy t-shirts. Um, and I very sneakily, um, uh, reactivated the Deke Peaks number one t-shirt for those people that may have been procrastinating. So, um, I'm, I'm not going to say when I'm going to deactivate it because I just want you to go and, and do it now, but you, you've been warned. Uh, because the second one is going to be disappearing here pretty soon too. Uh, couple Chris, weeks time. Yeah, uh, we're going to be diving into our next, uh, our third installment of Deke Peaks. And as soon as that happens, both shirts number one and number two will be gone to the Disney vaults because we can say the Disney vaults now. I think Sony is being owned in some <laughs> shape or form now by Disney uh, for, for good. So uh, go go check that out. But, and then when I have a hundred of them, I'm going to combine them all together and sell them as an NFT. <laughs> I'm going to make millions and I'm going to retire. And that will be how you buy your island uh, off, <laughs> off the Bahamas. Um, but uh, what else you got in terms of final thoughts this week, Chris? I got no final thoughts. We, we talked about this. Actually, that's not true. If I have any one final thought, it's that uh, we're a hundred days out from Halloween. So I think, is that the count? Yeah. Wow. I think so. And then when you look at it that way, we're, you know, a hundred and... 15 or so away from we're closer from to the afterlife movie? than I thought uh, yeah wow that's good to know that's a good final thought putting things in perspective <laughs> a little bit there the reason is is because uh, the days are 193 days damn it still uh, well now that hurts now I'm feeling terrible again that's a terrible final thought oh, just, man, just roll sad. it back but uh, I've started I've started pulling out my Halloween stuff I've got my notebook I've started making notes on things for this year's WGBI yeah, mix and all excited. that. It's, it's um, yeah. The only final thought is that it was really great. Everybody that showed up. What I was most impressed by is without getting into, uh, you know, the whole rigmarole again. Um, having been ki- <laughs> uh, uh, knuckle tapped in the nads by YouTube when we tried to do the chat Man, there. That is so. I wasn't even going to bring it up. I'm still feeling about that. I know you are. We and, did and every, actually, that, I, I want to place the blame on YouTube because we did everything to a T. Yep. The way it should I, be. I bring but, it up only because yeah. I know you're still taking it hard, and I don't think you should because my point is. Mad at YouTube. Yeah, sorry. We, go ahead. we, we jumped. We, we kind of did a quick shuffle sideways as best we could. And I think about 80% of the people that showed up um, 
at the YouTube chat and then got, uh, uh, had to, you know, kicked out when it all fell apart on YouTube's end. They came over to the, the, the temp, the, the, the quick chat solution we came up with. And then other people joined in after it. Cause we kind of hit the social media quickly. And so all in all, you know, uh, we knew, we knew it'd be harder for people out East to join us. We knew people in Europe were never going to be able to, to jump in and all that. And we still had, I think at a max there, we had like nearly 30 people in chat. Yeah, I think with 30, us. It was 30 was our ceiling. And I think 20 was about our, our median average throughout the entirety of it. And it was by just, the, it was, it was at least 20 people still by the time we got to the very end. And that was like, that was a three hour like haul. Almost four o'clock in the morning, <laughs> Eastern time. Yeah. Um, and everybody and, hung out and chat. It was great. And, and it was so, cool. It was like an old nostalgic, you know, ASCII text uh, chat too. So it felt like logging into oh. CompuServe or AOL or something. It was and, very appropriate in a lot oh, of, in a lot of ways. But I think what it, it drove home was that the, you know, it, if we can do it without driving you mad, uh, maybe not the huge video component, but we'll find some way again to like all gather one place and chatter away for at something yeah. something we'll I, th- I think that's going to be our build episodes because we've we've finally yeah. figured out a solution to streaming our build episodes mm. um and 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 i think the question now chris that you and i will be talking about off air here is just scheduling you know we're we yeah. do our, our normal episodes on wednesdays and we just want to find a good uh shady spot for for us to build that is not necessarily the main episodes we still want to be feeding episodes uh out to everybody in the podcast uh feed uh, yeah. with without derailing it with with the build episode uh in the audio so we'll, we'll figure something out we're still trying to figure out the logistics of that yeah I, I, I mean think I... that's going to be good because we'll have the chat running yeah. we can be chatting you guys can be chatting with we can't type obviously because i can barely talk and build my eagle moss kit at the same time but <laughs> um but i, th- I think that's going to be the the solution and and yeah. and this was kind of a good uh pilot uh, episode f- for that you know and and we pre-programmed it we already did the video and it wasn't being live streamed it was already uploaded and it's like well let's just live stream it it seems it seems to work better if you live stream yeah. it honestly um but uh yeah there's like my it. final thought a, a weird mishmash of nothing I in particular like it. i like all it. right I, good the one thing I will also say is go to our buddy uh, Dan um, Dan Milano's uh, social media Resurrect Ecto Cooler on on Twitter. Yeah, um, because there is some intriguing stuff unfolding on that Resurrect Ecto Cooler website. Oh yeah, I, think I was going to say found a kid responsible for naming Ecto Cooler. Yeah, and he's trying to confirm it right now. So I don't want to I don't want to go too much into it because maybe it's just all a, a, a farce and or a false lead, but. Um, yeah, but on, go check on it out. One, it's kind of fun. It's a weird flex for somebody to do on the one hand. On the other, their facts are not quite right because he, the kid, talked about, oh, they, you know, they ran stuff by me, and I mean, he was a kid, so at the end of the day, he didn't. Yeah, he, he could didn't have a different it. memory of things too. Yeah, a, a different memory of it, or he wasn't the only kid they showed it to. His uncle just happened yeah, to go. What do you think, kid? The and, employees' kids are always the best <laughs> focus test group in some. But he, some but he also said. For Ghostbusters 2, Ecto Cooler was a, a cartoon spin-off-y product, right? It had the cartoon yeah. slammer on it and Although came it, out uh, earlier than Ghostbusters 2. Yeah, it was 2. like 86. It was real Ghostbusters uh, time. It was, well, it was 87. Yeah, 80, 87, I think. Yeah, is 87. It, it, so, but at the end of the day, that is actually the kind of thing an adult will remember, you know, 30 years later or 25 years later. 
when they were just a kid at the time. It's like, oh, I think it was for Ghostbusters yeah. 2 or whatever. I, th- I think it's real. I want to get some more details out of it, but uh, yeah. fingers crossed. So go yeah. go check out, uh, go, go watch that unfold in real time. This may be a fun thing to uh, to watch. Um, yeah. But uh, all right, well, uh, until next week, everybody, a uh, whole lot of fun. Good to be back on the regular uh, scheduled episode uh, track here. And uh, yeah, we'll see you on the other side. Who you gonna call? Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional CrossRip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. That used to be one of my two favorite shows. Anything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Oh. Next week, though, Careless Pets. We're so good.